So tonight, Ricky Brabeck joined us, and thank God he didn't have to sit through the whole show because we got into the fluidity and viscosity of discussing something about oil density, maybe? Something like that. WD-40 came up, too. And it's definitely waterproof. So if you want to have a much better understanding of things that don't make any difference at all in your motorcycle riding life, you should listen to this whole show. Live from Prump. It's a little chilly out here in the desert. This is Tech Talk Taco Tuesday. This is show number 164. And Ricky Brabeck is tripping over our studio right now. He's our special guest. But we have a really good question right off the bat. Maybe you know about something like this. Because we don't talk about racing here unless it involves me. So you're off the hook there. Yes. Unless somebody asks a really good question, you can put on your headphones. I can uh, hear you, though. Hey everybody. You're right next to me. This is uh, Ricky Brabeck. So he's live on the, uh, on the uh, Instagrams there. <laughs> Instagram. Hey, this show uh, wouldn't be possible. I, I I tried to get into this, but I've missed it without um, Yamaha, Takamoto, Scott Sports, Climb, DDC, Trail Tech, Fast Company, Seat Concepts, Bulletproof Designs, and Double Take Mirrors. I used almost every single one of those products today without using – I didn't use a Yamaha. I did ride a Yamaha today. I rode my Tenere to check the mail. Um, everything else – I use today, even a double take mirror, believe it or not. Oh yeah. I usually use them to shave <laughs> so, as well as on my other bike. So, Hey Ricky, we had a pretty interesting question there. Somebody want to know high compression head or low compression head on a Yamaha YZ250 two stroke for off-road. And I was saying high, high compression, you gives you, gives you more bark and snap and then lower compression kind of makes them rev more is the is the thing i said really depends on what he wants so what do you what do you what's your take on this travis just bit out what's my take well i think you're asking the question about um asking what he wants yeah what does he want that's probably a better question well what is your race what is your ride and why is he 250 well he said off-road you you know on on the instagrams you fast get, or slow like riding yeah what kind of riding is it let us know and we'll We'll fix that. Que we'll fix that question. So somebody wanted to know. I need to get like you know they make these things for iPhones that you can you can put them in and you can yeah. make the adjustment. You know about those? Don't, Amazon. Don't you have one have in the? One? You have one in the shop right now. I don't know where it is. Okay, so it's on a tripod. You can also support dirt bike tests by clicking through our Amazon links and our Rocky Mountain uh, MC links. You know about that, Ricky? Yeah, I do. I was checking it out today on Rocky Mountain. Yeah. So uh, Ricky actually is thinking about buying a couple things for one of his dirt bikes, his vintage bikes, I like to call it, that old vintage CRF450X you love so much. Best bike. Best bike for you. Best bike, hard to find. Best bike for anyone. Yeah, I sold mine. I sold both of mine. You made a mistake. No, I didn't. I was happy with... I was happy with... The incident yesterday wouldn't have happened if you had... The, the vintage X. Yesterday. Yeah. You mean this morning? No, it was yesterday. Yesterday morning. Yesterday, 11 a.m. 11 a.m. I had a problem. Did I have a problem? I wasn't riding yesterday. That's the a, a case and point. You weren't riding and you still had the problem. I can't even remember. It was yesterday. I sent it to Andrew. 
Oh, that. Yeah. Oh, that's right. We're not allowed to post that. <laughs> yeah, that would happen. No, come on. It probably, the whole bike would have burnt to the ground. <laughs> no way. <laughs> so if you have a Ricky Brabeck question, a legit question for Ricky Brabeck, you can call us on the Seat Concepts Hot Seat Hotline. That number is 775-318-5515. Ricky has agreed to sign a t-shirt. I have agreed to, as long as we can have your size, we have a, we have the whole selection over there. If we have your size, I'll pull one of those t-shirts. I'll ask you, you know, we got to decide who the best caller is. We're just going to pick it when it happens. That's, that's it. We'll just, it'll shut the down. The audience is going to pick it. Yeah. And then, uh, and then Ricky will sign it and I'll send you this, uh, Ricky Brabeck signed Dakar winner signed t-shirt tonight. So. That's where we're. That's where uh, Mark Daniels is having Tech Talk Taco Tuesday and tequila. He puts a fifth T in there, and I wasn't prepared enough to get mine done. And so, Jason yeah, habits here, huh? Yeah, there's a few people joining every once in a while. They don't have anything better to do. <laughs> I mean, I watch the show. My girlfriend hates me, but I watch the show if she's trying to watch TV or whatever. I'm cooking dinner, or I'm on the couch watching. My wife, Your show over Sarah's show, it's it's awesome. I, I like this. My wife said she almost was thinking about wa- watching tonight. No, she's only watching the first hour. Because you got to leave after that. Yeah. So somebody's got work to do. So, Ricky, how was, how was today, you know, trying to keep up with me? Trying to keep up with you is extremely tough. Um, I, meant, <laughs> I meant that, you know, keep up with me and that, like, I'm not – Doing it. I, I know you're trying to keep up on your social media posting, and I was oh, holding you back from doing that because I was uh, I was a little quicker than usual today. <laughs> uh, you know, you got to yeah. show you got to show people. You know, of course, social media is there, is there for a reason. You have to show everyone what you're doing all the time, right? Or else it didn't happen. Isn't that the same? Um, yeah, nothing. My, that's a good thing about my life. Nothing is happening anymore. And Jason Abbott says, I'm on the couch and wife is watching um, shitty TV. <laughs> see? See, same. That's, Wife's yelling at him. Uh, and Heather is oh, also watching. See? So, really? Is that what he's going to do? Oh, my God, George. I'll show him what, it, what he's eating. No. No. That's no. the guy who helped you get your license plate. That guy. He, he thinks he can call like him. He just calls the direct thing. He doesn't know how to call into the... The, the the show the, the hotline you know like he's supposed to well that's okay my battery's probably going to go dead in this thing anyway so we might have to have you ever seen it do that before no i think that's because your battery's dying dude it could be instagrams are dying so anyhow hey look at the ryan hannah artwork some i know i think sweet yeah ryan uh actually sent that in and we put it in the studio he's been in a couple times in the show which is pretty cool so this is this is bothering me. He also, did a, he also did a better writer podcast, and that was pretty good. Oh yeah, that yeah. actually was pretty good because he, he used to coach for us back in the uh, mm-hmm. back in the old days. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, uh, we have some questions, uh, but not before I tell you about Fast Company products: the Flex Handlebar Bars, the Spoke Torque Wrench, Impact Pegs, Brake Clevis, Brake Spring Kits, Clicker Adjusters, and all products are American made. And if I didn't have my Fast Company bars on my bike today, I would be complaining about how much my wrists hurt, and they don't. Have, have you ever tried those bars on a mountain bike? No, I was actually on Rocky Mountain ATV today, uh-huh. and I saw that they have those bars for a mountain bike. 
But I was really, thinking about that's the best thing you can do for the show. I'm just going to block him <laughs> as, yeah. as, a, as a human being. You think you know better than that. I'm going to go and plug. Actually, I'm going to, I'm going to, during the show, I'm going to take the phone over there and I'm going to unplug his trailer live right. on the show. So it freezes over. Well, I don't want to interrupt your read, <laughs> but we do have someone in the, in the call. Oh, we do. Yeah. No, if straight away calls go first. All right. So who call, is it? Don't know. Caller, welcome on the show. Aren't you supposed hey, to be? Hey, this is Dave Donnelly for Pahrump, Nevada. Oh, Dave. Oh. How's it going? Hey. That's uh, going pretty good. Hey, I I got a question about this Dakar thing with Ricky. Yeah. And and it's um is there voice directions or is it strictly on the uh, uh, uh on the GPS on the bike? Uh, that's actually a good question because, um, obviously in the race cars, you know, they have a co-driver telling them where to go, uh, on the bike, it's strictly just us and the paper map. So, uh, more or less, we're just talking to ourselves out there. Um, <laughs> there is no voice command yet. I think, um, with how everything in the world is going right now, it'll eventually be there where, you know, the road books are going to be electronic next year. Um, maybe, We'll have earplugs eventually that, you know, the roadbook can talk to us. I, I don't know. Um, but for now, it's just uh, us and the roadbook and talking to ourselves. What would you, what would you, what would you want the roadbook to say to you? If you had, In French. It, it, <laughs> well, the roadbook is, is kind of a mix right now, but if you had, if you had. That's, that's super interesting. Cause I mean, we, we, back when I was racing, as I was doing a long time ago, we actually had this kind of heads up display thing for the cap. And I explained to you how it worked. Yeah, and 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 it was it was basically you would you would manually set it, and then it was it would let you know when you would go off cap, uh, kind of visually with lights on your visor. Now, but it, imagine it, riding it, it. It could tell you the the mileage of the next in your ear. You could hear the mileage of your next note. Yeah, say say you're riding. Say you didn't even have to look down, and you're you were racing cross country, and you. Just had a little voice saying, hey, uh, you know, whatever. It's clicking off kilometers, letting you know. And then it says, next note, kilometer 65.4, you're going to go cap 150. And it warns you, I don't know, maybe 500 but I mean, I mean, you think before. about the, the complicated notes where it, it would, you know, where it's a picture. We have to look at the picture and figure out what it is. Like, it'd be really difficult for the the words, unless you pro like, I know in lead nav, a lot of times they program in little audio bits. Yeah. Like before you get, so you, but you have to go, but you don't get the, the road book beforehand. So it'd have to be like a real standardized thing. It would, that's a, that, that's a really good question. Mm -hmm. Dave. Yeah. Put him on the top of the list for the, for the shirt. Yeah. Well, yeah. and <laughs> so uh, uh, Dave, hey, yeah. Thanks a lot. Yeah. yeah you, thanks. You, you good got, question. If, if we, Mention that you win the the shirt. You're going to have to either email Matt at JimmyLewisOffRoad.com to get a hold of that, so we can uh, get that to you. But that is a really okay, good. Thanks a lot, guys. Yeah, yeah. thank you. All right. Thanks, man. That would. It's like, I mean, I just I was thinking about that because so many or times it was just the dangers. It, yeah, but it just told you the danger, you know, ahead it, x amount of meters ahead or something. But even just it calling off next note and it would tell you the kilometers of the next note. That's one less time you have to look down. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like if you complete a note and it says, okay, you have 3.7 Ks before the next note, then you're like, okay, well now next I note, know I have. Next a, note, 100 meters. 
Next yeah. note, 100 meters. <laughs> yeah. Then you'd be annoyed, right? <laughs> yeah. Next note, 100 meters. You'd be annoyed. <laughs> That'd be kind of cool. Interesting. So we do have some good questions in the chat. Okay. I don't know if we want to get to those questions or if we want to give them a chance to call in. Uh, you, yeah. If you have a Ricky question, we want you to call in. That's the that's the way this is going to work. And yeah, gonna, Kyle. Yeah, Kyle. And Jesse. Kyle, we rode your road book party. No, we didn't ride his road. He, he did the one. He did the one, two. In the morning, he did the one that went the direction we were going. We never talk about locations here. That he did the one there, and I guess it was pretty bad. But I don't know if it ever got corrected. It, you know how you do road book and you have to go back and correct it. Yeah, always. I don't know if I ever saw. We we are fixing Paul's road book today. Paul did a good job in some stuff. Well, we fixed it last night, and then we tried writing it today. Yeah, it's well, a, we didn't try writing it. We did write it. It's a process. Where you at, Paul? John Jackson, did you see the Suzuki 800 ADV bike introduced? Eichma looked like it was the most dirt-worthy Suzuki ADV bike yet. This is true. They they went, it's called the V-Strom. And the funny thing about the V-Strom is the reason it's a V-Strom is like their motors used to be a V-twin. And now it's the, it's the new V-Strom, but it's a parallel twin. They copied the Yamaha. Did we get any Yamaha reads, by the way? We did not. I what Utah Desert Rider I think is thinking about sponsoring a studio heater. The studio heater. Well, that's that's why we have the um everybody in here is wearing a jacket. Yeah. yeah. I just I'm just too poor to afford to turn the heater on. <laughs> Actually, the reason I can't afford to turn the heater on is cuz George's motorhome is on my other property sucking all the electricity out of the grid. If I turn it on, we wouldn't have any lights here. That's really what's going on. So, uh, and uh, our friend Victor says, do you truck trust the electronic roadbook to hold up in a crash? No. No, nothing holds up in a crash. Paper ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I actually think the electric one, you saw mine go flying down the road today. Yeah, I did. Yeah, mine held up fine. It went, mine went flying down. No crash though. Mine went flying you down. You want to know why yours held up fine? Why? Because it was, it was cheap. Uh, and an Apple, it was an Apple iPad. Exactly. It was, it was affordable. <laughs> the new rally ones are going to be really expensive, really expensive. Probably can't take a hit. Yeah. The only reason that mine flew off is because I was trying to stay in front of Ricky and I was hauling ass <laughs> and that's and You know, see it happens. You, you were behind me when that happened. Yeah. I Otherwise was. you wouldn't have known about this. And I would never even said, I would have told you that that happened, <laughs> but we were riding a road book that I made and I knew the shortcuts, right? So you always, always. say, <laughs> so, um, I don't know if we have any other questions in the thing. Uh, clean performance says, what are your thoughts on using a flywheel weight to smooth out power delivery on a 2021 gas, gas 450? Hmm. Uh, flywheel weights help. They help and hurt. Uh, so they can kind of they can kind of make the throttle response sluggish, but they also do smooth the power out. the The best way to to smooth the power out is to restrict restrict the exhaust a little bit. You know, so have a have a like if you don't have a if you have an open a big open exhaust with a big open in the end, try making that a little bit smaller. That will. Um, smooth out the power and i think it's a lot of times it's a little bit easier um everybody says my stuff says uh drink more tequila no need for a heater you want hand warmers too that's victor mm -hmm. <laughs> he's on instagram he's yeah he's on instagram 
uh, says, John Bailey, Jimmy, you're my dude. Just wing it and everything just works out. Shout out to Ricky. Yeah, shout out to Ricky. Shout out to winging it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to, uh, Rich so, sounds like somebody knows our thing. Okay, so we're going to go straight to Rooster Endo. If you have a Ricky Brabeck uh, question, you can call us at 775 775- 318-5515. And just because it's 775, and this is, you know, land of Nye County, you know, Nevada here, you don't have to pay extra for that phone call. Just so people know. We have to pay extra. We pay extra, but you don't. But, okay. we're, we're, but we're willing to put we're willing to do that for you. Ricky Brabeck, are you ready to do this segment that we like to call Rooster Endo? Uh that's the only reason why I'm here. I know. So this is <laughs> this is this <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. I thought I thought we were better in this. Uh, so so this segment is brought to you by Takamoto. That's takomoto.co. So anything you need for your bike, you can pretty much get it at Takamoto. So what the way this works is you send us a picture of your bike, give us the year, make, and model. Hopefully, send us a nice picture, please, and then uh, we'll talk about it in public. And the one that gives us the most joy, or the one that Ricky picks is the winner of the $100 Taco Moto gift certificate. So this is Chris, oh, Chad Selassie. He just submitted this an hour, uh, an hour and a half ago. An hour and a half ago. Full stunt bike. 2020 KTM 500 EXCF in Supermoto trim. Way too many mods to list, but Vortex EFU, ECU, FMF 4.1, 38-tooth sprocket, custom 12-bar subcage, Custom rear handbrake bracket for a, I'm going to say this wrong, but Tokiko, Tokiko, Tokiko caliper. It's oversized caliper connected to a Magura HC1 handbrake, just to name a few, because it's way too many mods to list, which, you know, you know what that comes out to me is like, this guy was lazy. He didn't take our game serious. No. <laughs> if you're on if if you're on uh, Instagram right now and you can't see the bikes we're talking about, um, these are up on the on the live on the video feed. But we are looking at a 2020 KTM 500 EXCF in Supermoto trim. So I like the fall colors. That's for sure. Matches the bike. It's not a bad photo. The no. colors are nice. The photo is nice. I mean. It's the super I'm not sure part. about this, ripping around. The, the supermoto parts, the one that's bugging you? Yeah. I, I, I agree because this is dirt bike test and we do like some knobbies. The orange brake cable is a bit much too. That's for the handbrake. Oh. Is it still orange? Oh, yeah, because he, cause he's... That's the handbrake That's one. for the stunting because he's got the... He, he didn't talk about like some of the mods. He's got a cage around the back of it. And pegs. Where he has the pegs where he can stand up in the back and the little thing where he can hook his foot when he's doing those super styly 360-degree wheelie things. Wheel stands. Yeah, wheel stands. And and uh that's the second break. So when he when he's when he has the right foot doing all the stunting activities, you know, swinging that thing around and everything, he can use the handbrake. I um until I actually see him using that in Fury. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to say endo. Yeah, what the heck's going on? I thought I thought people were people could send in videos. They can. They can. Yeah, one minute. One minute. Am I the only video. one that sends videos in? Come on, guys. One of five, I, think, I think we've gotten five. Yeah, but yours was like one of the few that were actually the right amount of time. Some people they start talking about a video, but imagine this guy 
sends a video opening scene doing a freaking wheelie using all of his modifications and then parking the bike in this in this uh i don't know driveway that spot yeah right there on this spot and then explaining the bike all in 30 seconds he would he would come skidding up he would he would be doing a wheelie do a couple spins he would put the kickstand down before he got off the bike and just park it and just jump off yeah Uh, yeah. i like to that's one of my little tricks i like to do uh and then he'd say hey my name's chad (laughs) slossy i got this sweet 2020 ktm5 you know anyways endo you get okay. it. But we just gave him a great video idea. Oh, boy. We did. So next yeah. week, Trevor Hunter, you know, this cat. <laughs> Whoops. This is this is dangerous. He mentioned a, a running joke on the show as well. Trevor did? Yeah. Remember how we mentioned uh, a lot of the bikes that we get here are probably for sale? Oh. Well. Oh, is this for sale? This one's for sale. Oh, that's good. Throw a bike up for sale on Tech Talk Taco Tuesday. You did that already. Nope. None of mine are for sale. You sold them already. I thought Your you XR650. Yeah, I sold that. Right. <laughs> I thought yeah. that one, you submitted that one. Yeah, I submitted all my bikes, but they're all Hondas and Jimmy likes not Hondas. So No, I, I have no discrepancies. Although I do like I do like uh, Yamaha's Blue Crew. See? Yeah, Yamaha. Um, go to yamahamotorsports.com to check out the latest, see what's new for 2023. Uh, Trevor Hunter has a 2021 YZ250. This will be the two-stroke. It has Enzo suspension, Bill's pipes, ported cylinder head, but it still has the stock pipe, so, just so you know. Uh, V-Force reads and TM Designworks slide and glide head kit. I said head because... Do you think he has a high compression or low compression head on this? It's for off-road. I don't know. I didn't know he had a 21 YZ252 stroke. Are you sure it's his? I don't know. He's selling it. Is that his parents' house? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he lives at home. If you if you if he does motorcycle racing and dirt bike industry, it's probably living well, at home. Well, we do have a caller who uh might be able to uh Oh, try a caller. Okay. Do you want to finish this and bring them on or just do the caller? No, oh, we're going to interrupt everybody for the callers right. tonight. Did you screen? Caller. Do you know who it is? No, we don't have a screener. Okay. So th- this could just be, this could be, it could be a, a crank call. Could be it's anything. good. Let's run it. Call. All right. <laughs> well, caller, uh, welcome on to Tech Talk Taco Tuesday. Oh, so we have, it, uh, it's, he's obviously a Star Wars character that's speaking through a filter coming from outer space. Yeah. Right. This is definitely. Yeah. Definitely. We're, so we're, we're we're having a hard time hearing you. So I'm gonna I'm gonna hang up on this. Yeah, one. I understand that they were it was they're, they're probably calling from outer space. It sounded like they were calling from a submarine and it was on speaker and they're outside the submarine. <laughs> right. That's more accurate. I was gonna say yeah, they were using the voice of Matron like yeah. I do. So uh, go ahead and give us a call back. This is this is working out super awesome. Uh, Scott Atchison said, At, Atch, Atchison says, hey, Ricky, could Cameron Steele finish Dakar? Uh, I mean, I, I think he could do it. He's going to need a lot of hand sanitizer. and. Um, I was going to say based on his riding ability and stuff oh, for like that, sure. yeah, for no problem. Yeah, yeah he yeah. can do it. Yeah. And and he's not a, he's not a, he's not a much as much of a wimp as I'd like to call him like, you know, live, but I he, I think he I think he's kind of 
person that could kind of tough it out. No, he, yeah, no, most definitely he can tough it out and he's a good rider. Um, yeah. I, I know he was wanting to do Sonora Rally uh, a couple years ago, but I think it's like right on top of one of his, uh, one of the Desert Assassins events of uh, trips. Right. So I, I know he, he really wants to do that event. So maybe sometime he'll, he'll make it to there, but no, he, he can do the Dakar. And I think it, he would enjoy the experience. Yeah, because I mean, I was I was really surprised when he showed up at King of the Motos back in the yeah. day, and I'm like, "What are you doing?" You know, freestyle. Yeah. Cameron, Cameron, to me, I I grew up jumping BMX bikes with Cameron at yeah. Sheep Hills, and so I know he has bike skills. And then I'd seen him try to when the freestyle thing was kind of just getting started, he would try to hit the ramps and everything. <laughs> But he found he could talk about it better than he could hit the ramps. But then out of nowhere, you know, I knew he rode. You'd see him at the track every once in a while. He'd, you know, show up at Surfer Crossing. He could ride. Shows up at King of the Motors. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Because, I mean, that thing kicks, that's an event that'll kick your ass. Yeah. And he got his ass kicked, but he kept going. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, I, th- I think he has the tenacity and, and this definitely has the skills to do it. So, yeah, I know you're trying to, you wanted us to throw him under the bus. I think we'd all like to throw him under the bus, but he has a bigger mouth than both of us. Um, yeah, it's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, stunt bike that's never been stunted. Okay, then on to the next. Wait, what, what does Trevor's bike do? Trevor's bike uh, roosts, actually. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What? F- Finn just made a point uh, in the chat. I'm oh. Trying to enhance. I'm trying to enhance because it does look like a valid point. Hey, Finn, that's a great thing. Is there, it me or is the clutch ever missing? Well, that is true. And this is a typical Trevor problem that there's always something missing out of the program. It's hard to see, Ricky. It is. It's like I can't see. Yeah, I'm trying to enhance. Yeah, so it. so we're we're so, so we're hitting here enhancing the thing and it does I'm not seeing it. That's a completely unprepped bike. That thing endos. It just went from in my world, um, a Bruce Endo. Endo. Yeah. <laughs> he probably has a recluse in there, though. He probably had to take it off to put it on someone else's bike or in one of his other his bikes. His brother's bike for the big six race this week. Right. Mm. Yeah. Didn't even totally prep it. Uh, yeah, Flynn, thanks for pointing that out. Yeah, Endo. <laughs> endo. Uh, endo. Went from a Bruce to an Endo. It was, it was so quick. Because I thought <laughs> that, that, that's a really, it's a clean bike. That's nice. Yeah. It's a good bike. It's probably for sale. Contact Trevor. Now, Hunter. here's a stunter. Uh-oh. See? That's good. I got I to gotta give you that picture. This is how you send a picture. Yeah. Austin Owens has a 23 Gas Gas EC300. He's got a lot of stuff on it. I'm going to rip through this list the best I can. If you wonder what we were doing on Instagram, by the way, because this uh, Sarah Price MX just joined. Dude, this guy's wearing Ugg boots in his photo. I think he's a trials guy. Um, Moto Mine and Baja Designs XL80 kit, Moto Mine and Bomber Bar Switch, Astra Off Road Andorra Handlebar, XC Gear Mako 360, SXS has burly handguards and skid plate and fork lug guards, BPR radiator guards, TPS sensor, swing arm. And that's bulletproof designs. I think he's high. He's uh, he's got all the stuff. Bulletproof designs. Uh, proud sponsor of uh, Tech Talk Taco Tuesday, and the rear swing arm disc guard with caliper guard. Notice he does not have the front disc guard. The yeah, whole he thing. Does. Yep. 
No, that's a, that's a that's a carbon fiber. That's like a different kind of thing. Oh, that doesn't count. That is, it's a plastic, and it says in in big, black, bold, capitalized letters, plastic front discard by Polysport, and a little smiley emoji. Dirt check sprockets, twelve forty eight gearing, enduro engineering clutch and slave cylinder guard, Protec full wrap fork guards. He's got a lot of guards. TRS unbreakable folding brake pedal. Front and rear tugger straps, seat concepts, race 2.0 seat, Nitromoose standard front pl and plushy rear with two rim locks on the rear, Taco Moto ultra slim oil filler cap, and the rider has a straw hat, climb to car gloves, climb aggressor cool knee brace socks, and Chacos? Is that the is that the shoes? That that has to be the shoes, dude, because those look like freaking sandals or it, Ugg boots. It's an action picture, though. It's yeah, an action it is picture. An action photo. It actually looks like he's wearing like one of those, um, like the not a thing that Devo used to wear in their head, like some sort of a bowl on on his head. It doesn't really look like a helmet. It looks like a bowl. It's a straw it? hat, dude. It's a straw hat. Well, that's what he says right there. I should have been paying attention. I was just <laughs> doing two things at once. That's a, that's sorry. Right, at least you didn't spell Tuesday wrong. So he protects the hell out of his bike and neglects his head, cranium. Yeah, the most important thing. Uh, he's think. only right here though for the photo for Tech Talk for sure. Look at his foot's on the ground. He's doing a wheel stand. He's doing a pivot turn. It's a pivot turn. That's sweet. All for you, Jimbo. That's good though. That's that is the most action packed photo that we've had. I think at least in a while. I think it roosts. I think the most action-packed photo was That's the guy. Paul Neff in ten years. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Neff in ten years. I think he does. Paul Neff does that now. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, not bad. I mean, to do the and in fact, doing the pivot turn to the non-brake side is actually pretty tricky. It is because if stuff goes wrong, unless you have that that goofy brake setup that the dude on the trials bike. Had, KTM the, or the supermoto bike had um, yeah that, that can be a little bit of a problem I think that Roos Austin your 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 photo and your bike uh, I think it Roos you're doing great okay next on the list alright uh, Gene McIntyre by the way if you I think everybody just gave up on the calling in except for George is probably still trying to call me on my other lines, I'm sure. If you have a question for Ricky Brabeck and you're not calling in from a submarine, from the outside of a submarine or from outer space, feel free to uh, give us a call on the Sea Concepts Hot Seat Hotline, 775-318-5515. Gene McIntyre, you're next up on Rooster Endo. 2018 KTM 450 XCF. And Matt's working on it the best he can. He's got other things going on. Oh, he's yeah. updating his Tinder account. Uh, yeah, Come on, I, bud. I had, all, I had it all ready, except I didn't press the one button. Bob, can I be scanned to the side? Got it. So he's flinging dirt, says so right in his graphics, with his recluse clutch, radius CX, Mako 360 bar mount. Use the flex bars as well. Not sure which is really better, in my opinion. That's okay. We don't judge Gene. Uh, Decal Works Graphics, Tusk Rear Discard, Tubeless Front and Rear, 
Midwest Engineering clutch lever. Trevor could use one of those, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, even though it's a KTM, just send Trevor your or your takeoff lever so he has one for his Yamaha. Right. ECU tuned by Blaze Racing. A fan kit, a Cherby skid plate, Solid Deville seat cover. Tire changes all the time depending on what and where I am riding, so no point in mentioning. We are, we're always interested in that. That that looks like that looks like. Um, remember where we went rally training the one time uh, out in out in Utah? Yeah, that's there. Is it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the. That's that. That's that area. It looks pretty cool. Resprung and revalve for my weight and riding. Sag properly set. Oh, the forks are updated to the 2021 internals. And it's a XCF. Okay, yeah, I could see that. It's funny because people say that the EXCs have gotten worse. So somebody upgrading their EXC. I, I think they've gotten better. I don't think. I don't think the internals. I don't think they've gotten better. But the settings have gotten better. So. Uh, Carl Flick has a question. We got to talk about Gene's bike, though. Actually, we have a uh, a call. I think he got back. He got back in the submarine. Oh, he got back in the submarine. Let's Here see. we go. Let's see. All Oop. right. Hey, caller, welcome to Tech Talk Taco Tuesday. You're live. Let's. What's your name? Oh, this is Dave Donnelly again. Dave. Okay. Dave. Oh, was that you? That was out. Did, did, hey, you, uh, did you fall off the out of the submarine last time? I did. Well, same number I called. Okay. It was the same number all three times? Matt's not sure. Uh, I'm not sure. Second time, yeah. Okay, only the second time. So Dave wasn't yeah, the guy so that Dave fell was, out of the so seven. Dave, yeah. That guy probably drowned. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Dave, what, what's your what's your question? <laughs> well, it's kind of technical. It's about the uh it's about the Honda four fifty. Now we, ha- we have an expert standing with the uh, yeah the dual sport model holds like a quart of oil. Now, does the rally bike hold more oil? I don't see how you can go 300 miles on a quart of oil for engine oil. So 450X, um, it actually holds less than a quart of oil inside the motor. Just really less. Well, on the also on the also on there's the the new one is probably. I don't know what the new one is. I I don't remember from changing it. The old one is 800 cc's, 850 cc's in the motor, in the engine side, and another it's another six, another 750 in the transmission, but they're separate. But what is the the rally bike? Oh, is, I see. The oh, rally bike is a is a it's a special motor. It's a factory motor. But do do, do you have any idea what it holds? No. Ricky's not allowed to work on his rally bike. Well, I change the oil, but I just, <laughs> I, we have a measuring glass. A measuring glass. Yeah. A sight glass. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was just curious. I mean, when you're going like 300 miles at full race speed, it seems like you might want to have extra oil. Ah, uh, we run Motul. <laughs> <laughs> They, they were emotional, so they, the 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 small amount of oil is just fine. Quality over quantity. <laughs> yeah, Not I. Sponsored. All right. Yeah, well, I I think great stuff. Yeah, I think that you know they. I mean they 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 do lots of testing on this stuff uh, to really 
Yeah, getting another call. Um, he's gonna, you know, if he calls again, he's gonna have to edit the audio. Right. <laughs> yeah, let him. Uh, he can't do that. No. So, anyways, uh, they they do a lot of engineering to make sure that that you know the, the engines down. have enough oil and i mean the amount of durability tests do, you, do they do they actually do they do much oil sampling when they do that yeah yep yeah they do oil sampling and all that stuff so it's a it's a thing okay so all right uh, cool thank you yeah i yep. wouldn't i wouldn't if if you're worried about it just change it more often but and i let him oh he's calling you yeah he's actually that that's what a like you think he knew how to call the hotline? Yeah, yeah, something like that. We only said it a few, few, well, few well, times. Dave, Dave's clearly got it down. So yeah, thank you, Dave. All okay, right. Okay, so yeah, are we? Oh, we have we have Gene. Wait, did that roost or endo? You were still talking about Gene's bike, dude. Yeah. I don't like the XCs. Audience XCS. has a question, Jimmy. Okay. Nader Tater. The audience? The, oh, oh! I try to ignore that most of the time. You're talking about Bob over here? We do need to get a mic over there at some point. Like the shop, the shop dog. The, he's, like, he's like your shop dog, you know? Just kind of like they're around, they're doing things all the time. As long as they're not pooping on the floor, everything's cool. We First, we have to decide whether Gene's bike, Roos, or Endos. I like the photo. I'm pretty sure he's happy with his bike. Yeah, he sounds pretty pumped with it. It seems I like, like a it's good a, area. It's in a good, it's in a, he's got a good picture in a good area. It makes me want to go ride there again. I like that. I'm going to say roost. Roost. Yeah, that's, that's definitely a roost. So I'm trying to post up on my Instagram thing okay. on the thing, but I don't know how it works. So, All right. Are we going to the audience question or? Yeah, let's audience. Bob. You mean Bob's question? Yeah, Bob's question. Yeah, Bob's raising his I'm hand. I'm going to pass you a lot. It's usually a comment, not a question. The more oil you have to move, the more power it takes and the more heat it makes. So you have to keep it. So Bob, Bob is saying that the more oil you have to move, the more power it takes. And here's here's where we're not talking. At that point, we're not the, the, the oil, if the engine's properly designed, is already out of the way. Okay, the oil should not be in the way of moving, of getting in the way of moving things. Correct. You want to agree with me on this? Gears require power. Right, but but the more oil, if if if, if your oil engine is designed properly, it's going to dip them in the oil and not it's not going to submerge them and have to move it. It's going to get it's going to get flung out of the way. The crank is definitely not ramming into the crank every time. When you talk about the more oil you have to move, that's the oil pump and the other things that would do it. So a properly designed oil, all the oil is kind of spread out and and not interfering with the spinning things. It's just getting in there. In the, when the gears come together. Right. That's what sucks the power out. So 90%. That has, the but the, that, okay. So when the gears, he's talking about when the gears come together, remember everybody can't hear you so much on the, on the audios. So when the gears come together, that hasn't have anything to do with the oil. It has to do with the surface area of the gears. It's the oil and the gear teeth squeezing the oil. Correct. But if, but if, you have a certain quantity of oil in the motor. Let's say let's say you have either 1,200 cc's or 1,100 cc's. That's having no bearing on the amount of, because that oil should not be, quote, interfering with that. It, the oil should just be kind of, it should be s- spread out and housed in areas where it's going to be splashed onto the gears. 
So I, I'm, I don't disagree with you. I don't know that particular point, but 90% of the power absorbed by a gearbox is used in moving oil. 90% of the power absorbed by a gearbox. So that if you have 10 horsepower at the crank and you have nine horsepower at the rear wheel, right. one whole horsepower is used just moving, 90% of it is moving oil. Hmm. Oh, hey, Sarah Price has a good question. <laughs> I might have a, hey, I already friggin' told her what bike to buy, but I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Well, if she's, if she's interested, she, there's a... Oh, a Husaberg for sale? a Husaberg for sale. <laughs> Speaking of, don't, don't, don't re... I have a different Ristorando submission rather than the one that's there on the table. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. you don't want to, you don't want to put up your bike for sale. Hold on a second. Yeah. We're back to Ristorando. Sarah, we're going to get to your question before Ricky has to leave. Well, actually, sure. no, we're, we're answering her question with this Ristorando. This one? Nah, oh, that one? No. Okay, so <laughs> she definitely don't need this bike. This I know is, that. <laughs> this is this is one Matt Mattoon, who who, if you saw his post on straight lines, you can't even cut straight lines. Sit on on. Uh, I, I don't have your fancy. Uh, <laughs> I don't have the, right over there. Selling. I don't have access to the tools that are twenty feet to my right. Okay, that's really <laughs> so. Not only can he, not only can he not spell Tuesday. Nope. Okay, Matt cannot spell Tuesday. The interesting thing is I have no idea what this motorcycle is because the one of the rules for Rooster Endo is you're supposed to put your make and model. And I see Matt's name and it goes Hinson Clutch Basket. So this is, so this is a Hinson Clutch Basket. And Matt's Hinson Clutch Basket has a hub, springs, and cover, an FMFQ Stealth Silencer, Tusk Clutch Brake, and Shift Levers, and Anti-Gravity Battery. Yep. That's what it is. Paratable. Endo. <laughs> Endo, you you don't want to know what's even worse about that bike? Yeah. That bike came from Bob. That was a, that was like a gifted bike, and I'll bet you Bobby's probably selling it for more than he, you sold it to him for. Nope, nope, nope. Wait, nope. why are you selling? Things actually really clean. Uh, Just ride it, dude. I have a need for camera gear. Well, Ooh. one for camera gear. I don't. I don't have. I don't. I don't pay him enough. Time to ask for a raise. Yeah, I don't pay him enough. <laughs> I mean, he gets he gets a portion of the stuff that he brings in, but yeah. it ain't much. And <laughs> well, I definitely want my wait. But what year is this thing? It's a 12. 12. Yeah, what is it? Who's a Berti 300? This is the bike that Graham Jarvis took to victory many times in uh King of the Motos, you know, it was, wasn't it? Wasn't the action? No, that was the Dirt Rider test bike, that was the Dirt Rider magazine test bike, correct? That particular no. one, you bought it at a dealership, yeah, I think I did. Yeah, I don't remember, I don't remember either. Long time ago. But yeah, Bob, if you want a 300, there's one for sale. You're very familiar <laughs> with it. I've got one in my back, back of my car right now. Hey, we have, a, we have a question on an Africa twin that was up there. Just yeah, a little we'll, we'll bit bring taller. that up. Uh, Nader Tater says, what's your opinion on the Africa twin? Also, which KTM is its closest competition? And would that KTM be a better choice? Riding 50% trail, 50% pavement. So he's talking about riding an adventure bike the way it was designed to be ridden, the place it was supposed to be ridden. Uh, Ricky has a very opinionated opinion on the Africa Twin. I do. Yeah. You, you probably can't say anything, but it's the best bike ever. I mean, I, I've only really rode him in Iceland and... I was freezing balls so much that I wouldn't. Oh, oh more than you were complaining about it today. Oh, yeah. Way more cold there, dude. Did it, didn't it have heated grips? Yeah, and I had those suckers all the way up yeah. the whole day. 
Yeah. His truck, by the way, has a heated steering wheel, and that's indoors. This is kind of crazy. Hey, when you're cold, you're cold. Yeah. You know, the first thing first thing uh, uh, he says to me when when I when I see him after your guys' ride, he's like, dude, it was cold. <laughs> and I woke up this morning, all I could think of was, I'm, I'm kind of glad I'm not riding, but I'm also he sad didn't, that I'm not He didn't riding. tell you how hard I roosted. No, he didn't tell oh, you. He shit. didn't say that part. That, he didn't say, like, Jimmy was ripping? No, no. He said it was cold. He just said it was cold. That was it. I said, hey, how was the ride? It was cold. I didn't even tell... I haven't even told anyone yet that I got back to your house and loaded my truck up, took a shower, and got dressed before you arrived. It was because I was verifying your work. Oh, is that what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was. I was. I was checking to the the radius on the turns. I was seeing where you got on the brakes before the turns and stuff like. Hey, this. Jimmy. So this is what I'm going to start saying when uh when we're in the figure eights and the circle tracks now. That you're, ver you're verifying my turns. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was watching your technique to make sure you had enough weight on the outside. How can you watch? Bed. How can you watch my technique when I'm behind you because I've lapped you? Well, because when, every time you're lapping me, I can I can watch your technique. Right. You can judge. Yeah, you can judge. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Sarah Price asks, "What bike should I buy next? A KX450F." Has to go bye-bye. Oh, you know, Sarah, I got this thing where we do, it's called Rooster Endo, and you send in the bike you want to sell <laughs> to the show, and we list off all of its products. The only thing you don't do is put the price in, and then people, like, will figure yeah. it out. Uh, and then it's and you can say, as seen on Dirt Bike Test Tech Talk Taco Tuesday, which makes it probably worth less. I hear there's a, <laughs> I hear there's a steal on a YZ250 with no clutch lever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that bike stalls a lot, I'm sure. <laughs> Uh, so <laughs> what should I get next? Um, I, I would say, uh, let's see what George says. I would say YZ250 FX. We'll see what George says. Oh, is George finally a KTM 500? <laughs> That's probably what he's selling. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't Andrew try to sell me one of those today? Well, yeah, I, I think he tried to sell you a, a yeah, it was a KTM 500. So what he was I trying to sell a, me on the phone a today. One, a 125. I had that bike already. Oh. I already have a YZ125. I, I just need a, I need a sixth KTM 500. The one I was riding today, I was actually probably kind of surprised it ran perfect all day. It was, Same. It was, it was all good, yeah. Little couple little things are going there. So, uh, okay. Um, Dave Donnelly. Uh, I have room for one more bike to transport to SoCal for the LA Barstow to Vegas dual sport ride. I'm leaving Wednesday early morning, picking up Javier Gonzalez Tuesday. It's a lot of personal information. Uh, let's see. I have an Airbnb in Pahrump. Call me if you're interested. And what, a date? <laughs> I think he's offering a spot if you are looking for a way to get over to LA for the LA to Barstow ride. No, I'm going to ride my Tenere home tomorrow, hopefully. Yeah. I wanted to do it last week, but I, I had some logistical <laughs> issues. Look at George says. Oh. <laughs> uh, sorry, I've been trying to call you and Ricky. Forgot it was T4 night. Got a paying gig at Prairie City I wanted to discuss. <laughs> hey, I'll take that call. <laughs> <laughs> what the, the 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 guy who wants to hang out with you at his house and is Airbnb a perump or George? <laughs> what, I thought this is a motorcycle show. Oh no, but it's fun just fucking off like this. Okay, yeah. See, Ricky's just kind of perked up a little bit. So <laughs> let's let's. You think Sarah should get a Honda? Yeah, CRF two fifty RX. Yeah, that's what you think. Didn't he just advocate that the the 450X is like the best bike you can get? For him. 
for him. For almost everybody, but Sarah's really short, doesn't like technical riding. She needs to join Jimmy Lewis off-road school. But sure, her excuse with the 450 is, but if I mess up in a corner, I want to be able to get out of the corner real fast. Dude, oh. she used to race women's pro motocross. Yeah. She's yeah. gnarly. Yeah, she's fast. So I, actually, yeah. well, we took her to Laughlin on last weekend, uh-huh. Saturday, and I asked she rode good, but she said her uh, her hand gets tired on the clutch. Well, they make a recluse for that. Dude, <laughs> we don't, we don't, we, we don't, do we don't go to recluse? We don't run automatic. I'll I, run a recluse. I just automatic because I was, I, I, I was recluse all day, automatic recluse all day today. That's why those lines were so sweet in those virgin <laughs> sand washes. <laughs> Troy, Hicks, <laughs> Troy Hicks is asking if uh, the prompt grinder meetup is that Airbnb? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's what I'm wondering. I mean, usually they they send the the, the information through the app, not look live what, in the chat. Look what, look what Jeremy oh, says. Yeah, Jeremy says a KDX 200. <laughs> uh, that's dude. I every once in a while I see one of these things pop up and I want to buy one of those. I used to race those things in the district enduros. Like I was I was a team green rider and I had KX two fifties like crazy. I used to take Heather's KDX two hundred and race that because I could ride it faster and I'd overall the stinking district enduros on those things. Perfect. We're gonna find Sarah KDX two hundred. That'd be the awesome tra- trail bike. Yeah, cause she's she's kind of green. See, look at even Jason agrees with me. Yeah, I. I think a 250X for sure. And RX. Yeah, RX. And 250RX, 250, any any 250. I'd say a YZ250FX personally. Hmm. Uh, this show is brought to you by Yamaha. <laughs> Yamaha is the maker of the blue bikes. <laughs> that is probably the best ad read we've ever gotten. In the, in the, in the, in the thing. Uh, Matt's been riding a Yamaha YZ250FX. and I've been it. Even though he can't spell Tuesday and he doesn't know what kind of bike he is trying to sell he likes the yamaha yz 250 fx freshly so. fresh has fresh oil and fresh uh, air filter on it too. yeah and i'm gonna go and check the torque on the drain plug and make sure the air filter line correctly because i'm really not too confident in some stuff right now <laughs> are there rim locks on the t7 uh no uh, not stock they're definitely not rim locks and gene turner has a bike for sale has a kdx 200 for sale huh Ooh. yep Okay, so uh, what other stuff? You've got eight more minutes. I don't even know what the T seven is. Tenere Yamaha oh. Tenere seven hundred. It's the one I. It's the one I rode to the mailbag box when I was all profiling and flexing. Look at me on my rad adventure bike the other day. You didn't, you didn't notice that? Oh, jeez. You have too many bikes to get do. No, it's the quiet one. It's super quiet. Yeah, we do have another. Uh, Rooster Endo entry. We do? Yeah. Okay. Go, go into that. We'll pass it over because we're going to decide. So Ricky's going to decide. This is a back-to-back uh, entry. Sorry. The Wait. He, Sandeep was in our class. Sandeep and he submitted a bike last week, but this is a different bike. It's a different bike. Okay. Sandeep has a 2018 KTM 450 EXC six days. He has a get... ECU, an FMF slip-on exhaust, fast-way foot pegs, moto-minded dash, squadron headlight, cone valve forks, track shocks, P3 pipe guard. And look at that sunset. I think he's in like, that's water, right? Is that Mexico? No. 
Smog. Smog. No, it's uh, I think it's just a just clay, clay. Yeah, it could be Mexico actually. You know what it does? It kind of looks like the coast, like the Pacific yeah. Coast. Yeah, actually, it does. It, it looks a lot like that now that we start start saying that. But pretty photo makes me want to go rip down that road. Uh spendy on the suspension. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. I think that bike ruse. EXC, yeah. So PDS stuff. Good, good on you. Uh, I like it. It gets a roost. I think my friends are just in your group chat. Group chatting. Coyote cows. Uh, called it. Coyote cows. Look at. Well, no, he he just. Oh, said. where it's at. You know where I was going to say that was. Um, it looks like to me down more down going into Punta Caneo. Oh no, Sandeep. That is Sandeep who just said it's on the way to Coyote cows. Oh, yeah. he did. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, it looked to me like farther down south, but same thing. Uh, Jeremy wants to know, does old Jimmy got any <laughs> rooster endos maybe over there? Maybe some KTM 200s for Sarah? I, I got, I just, I, I, Dave would probably sell my KTM 200 back. I sold it to him not too long ago. It's up in the, it's up at the A-frame right now, but it's like a 2014 KTM 200. They have electric start, super lightweight, two-stroke, super awesome. No, Sarah needs brand new everything. Brand new everything. Yeah, this thing looks like it's been drugged drug through rock. Maybe like it's set up a King of the Motos course or two. Yeah. It has <laughs> brand it, new scratches. Because it has brand new scratches. Yeah. <laughs> you don't feel bad. It's not like your it's not like your truck. It's it's like my truck. You don't feel bad when it's already been kind of disrespected. Exactly. Yeah. Then you Once can just, it's already been disrespected. Yeah, you just 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 take it, take it, and and it, it it then you're treating it nice, and it likes you better. Yeah, yeah, that's the way. It's it's like it's like a neglected cat. You have a neglected cat, and you're nice to it. It likes you. Yeah, yeah. So, big fan of Ricky, long time caller, first time listener. Says Jeremy Dorkson. Didn't he submit a bike to Rooster? Yeah, Indo? he submitted his little tiny fifty, and he has a bike in his garage that he could definitely submit. A Did, video of, but gerbil scared to do a video again. <laughs> so, I think that one might have roosted more than the I, the factory rally bike. The little, the little, the fifty. Uh, I think it might have. I don't, I don't even know what it is. Yellow. I'm trying to look at the. I don't know if it is okay, a Ricky, you have to you have to pick your winner here. Out of all these, I like this guy's style. I do too. So we're going with. Uh, I think his name was Austin. 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 Austin Owens. You you agree, Matt? Not oh. that you can outvote us right now. It was. It wasn't even close. Yeah. No, Austin. Good job. Um, put your helmet on because that's what my friends always tell me when I do stupid shit. Few mm. <laughs> <laughs> Coors lights deep. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> I like how much it's a brand new bike, and I like the whole list. Twenty three gas gas. It's every single thing on there. By the way, thanks for using our sponsors like uh, Bulletproof Designs and Seat Concepts. Everything is protection, and he's wearing his flip flops and fucking uh, uh, straw hat, short <laughs> sleeves, bro, bro. You, use use the hundred bucks at Taco Moto to buy something else, <laughs> protective wise. I don't know. He's in the chat uh, too. Yeah, oh, and it's, it's his profile picture in the chat. Yeah, he's he's a new fan. Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's ready to go. You, Ricky. I've seen Ricky pull this kind of style before. I've seen you get crazy before. 
So all good time. Tries to be all professional most of the time, but sometimes it loosens up around here. So, um, oh, Sarah Price is replying. Sarah Price. Uh, let's see. Here we go. She's they, replying they, to herself. Is that the Excusatron? Yeah, I think. He's winding up the Excusatron. Yeah. My wife does this every once in a while, too. Uh <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not going to comment anymore. So I still have a wife when I end up at the end of the show. <laughs> so Austin is cracking beers live on Tech Talk. Uh, yeah, good job, Austin. Uh, let's see. Let's see. That's my problem. I don't warm up. I have to try or stay up with Ricky or I get left. Um, let's see. He doesn't let the moto chick. Huh? I have to learn this off-road two-wheel thing in her vet life. Oh, you're not, you're not like breaking her in easy on the off road and just full no. Ricky hardcore trail rides. Yeah, yeah. Bring her out here. It'll be all good. Uh, oh, Heather, oh, Heather, Heather says, Heather's Go looking, <laughs> looking for it. <laughs> no, we get along fine. It, it, it's actually we have a better rider podcast where Heather and I did. It's like episode two, I think. Episode one. Episode one of the Better Rider podcast, where we talk about how Heather and I um, used to teach each other. Well, I taught her. I was trying to teach her how to ride, and she was trying to teach me how to be a better human. <laughs> and it, it evidently worked out, because I might actually be a better human right now, <laughs> I think. So, uh, let's see. Troy Hicks has a question. <laughs> Is Sarah Price... <laughs> The only woman to ever watch this show, Heather excluded, because she has to deal with it. She's just, Heather is, the reason she watches this show is because Ricky is on it tonight. She even told me that. <laughs> she says, I don't have to watch that stupid show, do I? And then, and and then she watches it to find out what I said about her so she can just give me a hard time later. So that's the way it works, Troy. <laughs> uh, and then George says the 300 is a cheater. Which 300? Is George just in outer space tonight? I think maybe maybe George was the one who called with the phone on speaker oh, in the sub. In the sub, yeah, George would be the guy in the submarine, I suspect. He's trying uh, to put a George sticker on it. Let's see. Jeremy says, since uh, Brabeck is in the house, it's all about e-bikes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gets her a Stark. Yeah, Stark. Hey, apparently, Ken, Ken Roxon is uh, is lo is loving it. <laughs> oh, he's talking to Stark. No, they're just videos of him riding one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, interesting. Let's see. Jimmy has been better on taking me on Heather rides. Yeah. You don't. I, so I actually, we go, we have now what we call like, there's Jimmy rides. And today wasn't one of them. Today was just like training. But they're, they're so when people say they want to go riding with me, they say, hey, Jimmy, I really want to go ride with you. And I'm, I'm just honest. I go, no, you don't. And I just answering their question for him. And they're like, no, no, yeah, I really do. And I'm like, no, you really don't want to go riding with me. When I go, I have like three people I ride with, maybe four. And uh, Andrew's Andrew's trying to get in the club. You know what I mean? He's, he's not he's not sure yet. But like, you don't really want to go on those kind of rides because they're, 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 they're not. So we have Heather rides. And if Heather goes, I'm not going to kill my wife. So it's going to be a good fun ride because I, I don't just – like I'm selective about when I ride. Like you know, just conditions are good. I go. Conditions Same. are shitty. What what is it? What is it like when it's 120 out here? You see me riding? No, not much. Yeah, I go. I ride at night. So, um, so your your tech talk Taco Tuesday chat room is just our friends talking to each other back and forth. 
Yeah, a little bit. That's kind of how chats tend to work when yeah. they get to a certain size. Well, when the show is this boring, Ricky, <laughs> that, then people do their own. It's like it's like it's like like when your wife's watching something bad on TV and you're watching this show on yeah. on the on the phone because so it's because it's more it's it's more entertaining than having to watch that horrible TV show, the chick flick or exactly. whatever they're, they're doing. So, and Bob is about ready to break his arm off over there, waving his hand. So. If Heather's going on a trail ride, if Heather's going on a trail ride, you'll have a great time. If you'll have a great time. Going, don't bother. Yeah, don't bother. Yeah, I learned that personally. <laughs> oh, I learned it when I was fourteen. Ooh, yeah, 15. yeah. I, I, I like a little challenging. Remember, this is an audio podcast. Now Matt's going to have to yeah. edit that sound out. Oh no, Ricky's editing Ricky, that part out. No, Ricky's ready to roll. He's got it. Yeah, he's, he's got it. He's Ricky's got it. Going home. He's got an early call time tomorrow. It's a perfect time for yeah. us to take a little bit of a break. But Ricky, yeah. thanks a lot for showing up. Yeah, I know you didn't want to talk much, and you didn't. <laughs> Kept it kind of quiet. Well, may, uh, no, you're busy. We're not going to be. We're not after after Dakar. When you come back, a winner for the second time. We're going to win a mini bike ride. <laughs> good yeah, for sure yeah we'll go on a mini bike ride at the a-frame in snow yeah well we'll let the snow melt because it's it's it was perfect this weekend but <laughs> so anyways uh thanks for joining in and uh have a successful uh boot camp for dakar and uh we will uh we'll see you we'll, we'll all be following i'll get i'll give updates on the show even though we don't talk about racing perfect and uh so Thanks for coming on the show, and thanks for, I'm sure, uh, Austin, you got one new fan at least. I'm sure I lost 20 fans, but that's that's okay. <laughs> they all so, the only fans. hey, with that, Matt, we're going to go ahead and take a break right now and mm-hmm. shut down the uh, call in line, and I'm going to make sure I get that shirt out to, actually, we'll get that shirt over here. We're going to sign it for Dave, Dave, Donnelly, I believe. Dave Donnelly, and uh, we'll go from there. So thanks, everybody. We'll see you on the backside of this uh, message. What's up, Moto Buddies? Mike here from Taco Moto Co. What is the Taco Touch? It's the best service in the industry. Virtually 24-7 tech support via email or text. And it's like having a dirt bike doctor on call every day of the year, helping you fix your bike or recommend parts or setups for you. If you've ever received an order from us, you know that the Taco Touch extends to our fulfillment and our orders come with the coolest stickers that you've ever had, uh, buying parts from anybody before and a handful of root beer barrel candies. Um, all of our Taco Moto Co. branded components come with a no questions asked lifetime warranty. And we'll even extend out the warranty of other manufacturers, OEM and aftermarket parts where we can, sometimes for life. We test and tune endlessly and exhaustively and obsessively. We're trying to destroy everything that we can before you get your hands on it to look for weaknesses and to improve it or to make recommendations to the manufacturer. And if it's something that doesn't uh, meet grade, then we don't offer it on the store. Everything that we carry is something that we have personally used, tested, and ridden and raced and knows meets uh, the high taco touch demanding standard. Go out and get some adventure. Since 2009, Seat Concepts has been dedicated to making the best aftermarket seats. More comfort, more grip, more riding. For 10 years, we've continued to raise the bar. Innovation and American craftsmanship make Seat Concepts the world-leading manufacturer of power sports seats. All right, and we're back.
Ricky has left the building. Yeah. Literally just left. Literally just left. So, uh, hey, everybody. This is Tech Talk Taco Tuesday. This is episode number 164. This is the show where we answer your motorcycle and motorcycle-related questions. Product-related questions. The show would not be possible with the help of Yamaha, Takamoto, Scott Sports, Double Take Mirrors, Bolt, Pre-Design, C-Concepts, Fast Company, Trail Tech, and DDC. I was very comfortable today while Ricky was complaining about being cold because I was wearing a lot of climb gear. I -hmm. was using the layer system, and they have inversion layers that they have different thicknesses, one, two, and three. Three is a little excessive because they make snow stuff. Two is when it's really cold, and one is perfect for moto if you're using it as a layering system. And uh, that way, and even when you're wearing as a layering system, if you use the vented pants, the zipping and the pants are vented jackets, you can, even if you get a little hot, you can cool right back down. And that's mm-hmm. some of the advantage that Climb Gear has. And is that straight from their snowmobile gear? It's the, the, the inversion stuff is cross-platform, but mm-hmm. I think that's just, you know, when you're talking about to ski people and snow sports people and, you know, they understand the layering quite a bit where a lot of the motorcycle companies probably eh, not not a primary concern so if you want if you want to stay nice in the winter like i do climb.com okay we have some questions that have popped up in the uh, chat yeah so caitlin uh, fury hey guys missed last week's show as i was picking up a 95 ktm 300 Got it home and had no spark. Tore into the stator and found it a to find it had a HPI stator that was not producing spark. HPI. Uh, HPI. Okay. Don't know what that I is. I had a parts bike ninety eight, I believe a three sixty. So I stole the stator. Got spark, but only with a strong kickover. Still won't start. I'm getting fuel on the spark plug. What's uh, sorry? What's wrong with it? Why won't it start? Wrong stator. How much does that matter? Um, well, he said he had a strong kick to get it and, and, and HPI, uh, I don't know if that sounds like an aftermarket or, or does it mean CDI HPI? I'm kind of curious. Uh, I don't know what those, those letters exactly mean, but the 300 and the 360, the stators should be pretty much the same on something that that's that's that old i could see that the that i'm 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 wondering if you know if you kind of suspected the one off the 360 was good or whatnot that if it isn't something else like the grounding of the coil um might be a little bit of a better solution to look at you know make sure that it isn't corroded because sometimes if the if the coil isn't grounded uh really good to the frame that could cause some issues and i've seen the also the the where the where the spark plug wire threads onto the coil and the reduces looks like a wood screw inside there and the wire screws onto it i've seen bad connections or just corrosion inside of there on older bikes but i would uh try that what's wrong with it why won't it start um I don't, yeah, if, if everything's, you know, in net net, if everything's good, it should spark and it shouldn't, 
it doesn't really take a strong kick. It's if it just spins over once or twice, it's usually enough to generate enough to give you a pretty good spark. So yeah, hopefully that helps out. That's that's all I'm thinking. Well, but he's, we're just talking about the spark here. He's getting he's got a wet spark plug. Yeah, so he's either, so, uh, no compression or, or no spark. Right, but. Let's see. It's getting fuel in the spark plug, so it's it's not it's it doesn't have anything to do with compression at this point. It's it's not sparking, even if it's super low compression, and it's a wet spark plug. It's probably not sparking. I'm thinking. So, give that a give that a shot and see how that works out. Um, should we go to the questions on the? Yeah, because one of those questions was sent in uh, right before the show. Okay, so I think I put it first. So I can ask it. Uh, Mike Warren. Hi, guys. I know you've already answered this multiple times in the past, so I tried searching for it on dirtbiketest.com. But I have a 94YZ250 with T2 in it and ready to store it for the winter. The T2 can says drain the carburetor after each use. So should I drain it and be done or add stabilizer and keep the system full? I think I've heard you talk about it, but can't remember if an empty carb leaves room for moisture. Why T2? Well, my kid spends too much money on dirt bikes and it was there, so I used it. Get that out of the bike if you're going to store it. It's not It's not what it does. It, it's what it does to the O-rings inside the carburetor. It'll do it to the O-ring that's between your, your pet cock and your gas tank. You should not store. I, I didn't. I have no idea what it does to the plastic. I actually, I've, I've seen like people had the clear plastic gla- gas tanks. It just get really brown when they've been running. And I don't know if it's T two. I don't know exactly which ones are which, but a lot of the race gases. So, I personally leave gas, pump gas, ethanol laced pump gas. Unfortunately, because I don't have any other better option, at, at, you know here in my bikes when I store them, you know, but they usually get stored in the summer, which is probably, eh, we're dry. So it's, you know, the ethanol attracts water. So there's that kind of stuff. I would get, I would get that out. Just put normal gas back in there. I don't like leaving them dry because they dry out. Don't know. Don't know the advantage of going completely dry because it seems like once you've soaked something in gas, it tends to dry out more after it dries out. So why not just keep it soaked in gas and call it good? Uh, I think a fuller tank is better than an empty tank because it might evaporate. And when I see all these people that that they store their bike for the winter, why can't you just take it out once a month and start it? And that is probably the best solution to the problem just take it out start it let it idle for a few minutes and that little bit of 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 running will kind of get the the gas that might be in the carburetor that has a little more interaction with oxygen and put some newer gas or better gas in there so um yeah so i know it depends on the carburetor but about how long would as a general rule about how long would you say the bike would need to idle before it gets all the gas that was in the carb cycled out and fresh gas in there? If it if it's idling, probably about four or five minutes. I'm just guessing based on and that that has something to do with the length of the hose from the where the petcock shuts off or uh-huh. how you know because it, it 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 drains out. But 
I mean, you know, by by starting, I mean, can you start it up and riding down down the street? That would make it a little better. Can mm-hmm. you can you you know, like you see us do all the time? A lot of times we'll lay the bike over yeah, and yeah, let yeah. the gas kind of pour out. You know, of course, we make sure we lay it over on ground that's been uh, properly protected, and then we um, yeah, make sure that the the spilt gas is properly recycled, mm-hmm. of course. Uh, but you know, if you you can, there's there's also a drain screw on the f- bottom of the float bowl. You can open that sucker up and let it. You know, let, let it, it drain, drain out in. a little bit, shut off, and then and then that way. But I would I would always start it just to run something through the jets, just to get everything to cycle a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the best thing. So if you're if you're gonna purely store it and not use it for a while, they have I and I don't know I know there's additives, there's special gas additives that you know it's meant they're meant to store bikes. I had really good luck with this uh chevron product that was a it was a power sports um like a tecron power sports stuff that i put in some bikes and it seemed like it did pretty good it wasn't the fuel system cleaner it was power sports um fuel system preservative and but some of the some of the other stuff i put in there seems like it's actually made it worse so your i think your results may vary based on where you live the kind of gas you have the amount of humidity in the air um, that, you know, the temperatures that it's going to be stored at. So I think it's a little bit of an experimentation and I don't have a, an, a one size fits all answer. Um, so if there was, right. if there was, I'm sure everybody would be using it and I haven't found it yet. <laughs> so, right. Uh, so Caitlin popped back in the chat as a follow up. Yes. Seems like when checking for the spark, I need to push the Kickstarter harder to see the spark as if, uh, as if I was doing the full swing of the Kickstarter. But when I do a soft push and feel the piston cycling, no spark. Hmm. Uh, Bob has raised his hand over in the corner, and he's saying, uh, "Like you said earlier, corrosion in the spark plug. Corrosion in the, in the uh, fitting of the spark plug. Yeah, I could could be a little bit of that. I mean, I think corrosion could be part of it. I would check. I would check corrosion on the coil, um, corrosion on the spark plug uh, cap." Um, line uh, anywhere. I missed the part what you said. The kids got loud. Well, it's good because this is recorded and put up on both uh, YouTube and Facebook where you can watch it again. You just scroll back to, I was going to say, minute um, eight. It's, it's about an hour and two minutes in. And then we got right into your question. So you can go back and check that. I think I think even HPI seems to be an aftermarket stator that comes with a CDI box and coil. I don't remember those. That was a little bit before I was racing KTM's, because I know those High Point, HPI High Point. Oh, there, you go. Oh, there we go. Yeah, High Point used to make <laughs> High Point. They were the they they. But I thought those were SEMs. I thought they were importing SEM ignitions. Right. Swedish electrical magic. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, maybe it's a high point ignition, um, which would have been, which I think would have been an SEM. I don't, don't, my brain is a little bit uh, fried right now. I rode MacBooks for 278 kilometers or something today. So, running on uh, borrowed time, two brain cells. Yep, that's it. We got that, huh? It's amazing that I can't remember something until it just, just, comes out of nowhere so <laughs> next question matt i'm gonna have a shot of tequila to help my brain all right so the same horrible tequila and then she can find something better give me that bottle over there Which bottle? This, yeah that one sounds good 
There you go. Perfect. See the first good thing that Matt's done on the show tonight uh, that didn't get misspelled. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. Um, all right. So KTM 390 long-term video. This is a comment from Leon Phelps. Bottom line, it was designed, engineered, manufactured, and marketed as a third world toy, all capitalized. No matter how much money you throw it at to make it off-road worthy, it will easily hit the 10K, including original out-the-door cost. Throw in a recluse and aftermarket reels, you'll hit 15K, and you're still left with a toy. Only a, few, only a fool would spend that type of money when there are so many adult options available. And the build quality is horrible. KTM should be ashamed. Save your money and buy a T7 as a starting point. Um, came in hot. I, I tend to disagree with you, but uh, the show is brought to you by Yamaha. Yamaha is the <laughs> maker of the Yamaha T7. That's a Tenere 700. Quite possibly the single best adventure bike ever conceived and created. Uh, but back to the KTM 390 thing. So I totally get where you're coming from, Leon, and I disagree with you 100% because if you go on any of the forums for like the CRF 250 or 230, the, you know, some of the Yamaha WR250, uh, some of these smaller bikes. Yeah, like KLX. KLXs, um, you know, even KLRs people just get attached to these bikes and they spend a ton of money on them and because it fit them or it appealed to them. And I know you think it's only a toy, a third world toy. It's a, it's a little rough, but yeah, it, it can, it can hit 10 grand. Um, so, but you can also go buy a Ducati and start at 21 grand and spend easily that kind of money to try to make it the right thing. So it's, you know, there's, there's different ways to spend your money. And that's the, the good thing is it, it does fit a certain type of thing. And especially if you're smaller in stature, or maybe you've realized you don't need the kind of power that most of these other adventure bikes put out. You, you want a, something that's a little more comfortable, lower, less weight, you know, lower to the ground. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, I agree with you. All right. Not. <laughs> So next question. So from your Tenere vlog, uh, Ste Stepan Bergov or Berjov, is there any reason for installing rear tire opposite direction rotation from recommended? And the front tire as well. Yes. I was testing something. I was trying something. And I'm I'm uh I'm curious because you've seen what's been happening when I'm doing my braking drills in that Tenere, right? Yeah. You've been firsthand witness first -hand to this. It. And, and, yeah. What? So we we do when we do our school, we do some braking demonstrations, and and it it has to do with kind of assessing your own braking distance and stuff. And this is uncoached, Matt. What did I do every time I did my braking drill demonstration on my Tenere? Uh, you were on the brake. You got on the brakes much better than you thought you were going to. Like you would stop a good fifteen feet at times, well before you meant to. Yeah, it was the 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 braking performance was much better than I expected. Right, right, and it, it it we didn't have that with the stock. I don't think I ever did it with the stock tires in front of the class. No, 
Mm, no, I, I didn't. I don't think no, you did. It was always it was always with the regular ones. No, so this was something that I just I I wanted to try. And so I, I did it and I thought I was going to do it and take them right off, take them and switch them right back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's, that was the result. And so now I'm curious. So now I'm going to flip them back around, but I want to do it before I get too used to the, too used to the bike. So yeah, I had, um, front and rear, um, and I installed them in the opposite direction because of the, the, there's a little on, on the Kenda big blocks is which the tires that we run, uh, in the school on the adventure bikes, there's a slight shape to the, to the knob pattern. It's not perfectly square, like a, like a, um, like a continental TKC 80 and the, uh, the I've, I've ridden some other tires lately that had a shape to them and they had a certain feel and it was, it was something I'm going, huh, I wonder what this feels like. So I did it with something that I was familiar with to kind of give me a little bit more background. So just part of testing things properly. You know, you don't just guess you put things on. So yeah, that's why I did. I, I literally thought I was going to put them on, and try it and take them off <laughs> or switch them back. <laughs> and I didn't because I actually – I want to go to the 140 on that thing. And so I didn't think it was going to be on there for that long. And I thought the back one was the one that was going to cause the, the issues. Mm-hmm. It didn't. So, yeah, there's, there was a reason for that. So um, next question. All right. This is Hey, on. Dave Donnelly managed to lose your email already. Yeah, I don't think I ever texted it or put it in the chat. I so. thought you told him on the phone. I told him on the phone, but – and he lost it? I don't think I – I don't know if I gave him enough time to write it down. Oh, okay. Talking fast again? I'd never do that. Okay, good. Next I don't know question. I talking about. <laughs> All right, so from the KLX 230RS first impression video, Ajo or Ajo uh, Joseph, is it less powerful than the regular 230R? Apart from the suspension travel, is there any mechanical changes with the engine? Matt, I cannot answer this question. That's why I'm here. Uh, no, I don't think there's any, I think, yeah, they're, they're essentially the same except for the suspension changes suspension. And there's a little bit of tweaking with the, the, the rake, which I think just comes from the dropping, uh, the triple clamps on the forks. Uh, JB black would like to point out that you misspelled Tuesday. Yes. Yes. Okay. (laughs) So, so I use a template. I use a Photoshop template with, with those posts that I make and does it automatically spell Tuesday wrong? So here's what my theory and what happened because I use a template so I don't have to worry about things like this. So I, don't even, I didn't even really think to check it. What probably happened, oh, very badly, I know. So what probably happened was I moved some stuff around mm-hmm. and I think I accidentally clicked something and it just messed it all up. Like if I... Delete, you, you know, delete, you know when I make road books and we're training with some of the world's best rally racers, yeah. some guy named Ricky, yeah. and I completely screw up the road book. Uh-huh. I always say something that sounds really similar. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> just th- this is what happened. It, uh, but I'm glad. I'm glad the, the caring people, our caring audience, have, have pointed this mistake out to me. So I'll make sure it will never there's, happen there's a, again. There's a big difference between uh, you know our generations, Matt. I think. Yeah. Like I, I learned and I became better because I got, I got, I got beat down. <laughs> yeah. We're not going to repeat what uh, Jamie just said. <laughs> That's a good one though. I can laugh at myself. That's a good one. 
That has nothing to do with what we're talking about. No, I think he's telling me I should probably not pass down my my my. Uh, but you have you probably have some good qualities, someplace, right? It sure as hell ain't with a wrench. No, that's for sure. What what I've learned yesterday taught me my instincts. So what what my instincts are with when it comes to any mechanical work, right? If if my head says it should probably work like this, I should do completely the opposite, and I think that's how I'm going to go moving forward. Right. <laughs> Just like my my instincts there are so bad. <laughs> well, it, see see the way I the in in. Everything that somebody told – most things that – and I don't want to give this away because like Heather will – she's probably not listening anymore because Ricky's not on. Um, right. If you tell me I can't do something, I'm going to do it and right. I'm going to figure out how to do it and I'm going to do it. And then, and then if I do it wrong and you make fun of me or you pick on me about it, mm-hmm. that motivates me even more to do it right or to prove you wrong for whatever. You, right, you know, right. That, and, and, and so you got to take my constant uh, jabbing as, uh, as affection. Oh, no, I, I, no, I, I understand yeah. your jabbing. I, right. I, I do. I do. Now, now, now JB black talking about what you should be doing in the bedroom. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's attention to detail. Hey, we all yeah. make mistakes, and there's certain things that I'm that I, that I'm not good at at all, and I have no desire to be better at those mm-hmm. things, like this podcast or show or whatever it is. Right, and it's like you can't you can't taunt me into being better at it because I don't care. Does that make sense? Right, but I thought <laughs> I thought you said you started this because someone said you couldn't. Right, but they didn't say I had to be any good. They just oh, said I couldn't do it. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's why we answer your motorcycle and motorcycle product-related questions. Mm-hmm. Go back in the old episodes when the show was probably a little bit better. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, you you can you can make this show even better by uh, participating. Uh, give us a call on the hotline when we start spouting out the number. Send in submissions for the, the uh, Taco Moto Rooster Endo, which we did in the first hour of the segment because we don't really have a format on this show yet other than we go about two hours. That's about the only format we have. Hard two hours, yeah. A hard two hours, yeah. And uh, and we're trying not to get in trouble with the YouTubes or the other things by playing horrible music that they want money for. Yep. We'll figure it out. <laughs> okay, next question. All right, so this was from one of the rider opinions on the 250 XC shootout. Dane Henrich, interesting that he puts the gas gas first, even though he had complaints about it, but the Yamaha second with hardly any issue raised. So was Marshall Stewart, who was one of our test riders in that comparison, he races a gas gas. Mm -hmm. Do we know whether he gets us any support from them or any help or... I don't know if he actually gets support directly from them. Yeah. So, I mean, it's funny because this is stuff when, when you know, when I was in charge of comparisons and shootouts, I was mm-hmm. using riders that I knew were sponsored riders by a certain company to ride all of the bikes because they gave me good opinions. Mm-hmm. And so everybody's opinion is unique and they, they – as long as they can explain um, – explain why or you know a little bit kind of give you a little bit why and background then then it it tends to be like a a valid opinion so 
you know, and and how and how they rank things. And this is this is why I always had problems with like doing quote shootouts and picking winners. And a lot of times we just had, I mean, we were literally forced. We had to pick a winner. It was just the way the shootout worked. Mm-hmm. So we'd pick a winner and then just, okay, here, go ahead. This bike won and it was somehow collectively we decided that it would win. And then there was the uh, the rest of them because the last place bike could be the best bike for you if you would actually take the time to read through the editorialized descriptions of the bikes and read the opinions of the test riders. And so maybe Marshall says something that speaks to you. Maybe, and I don't, I don't specifically remember him, but maybe he's a, you know, a a larger rider and that just made the suspension work better. And, or he liked a certain kind of power characteristic that the, that the, the gas gas had and the Yamaha didn't. And, and that's why we bother to put up opinions is to show that there's some different opinions. And, just because he says it's first and second, I mean, I don't think that we that, and it didn't make the gas gas win by him saying it was first. I know that because the Yamaha was the one that won. Right, Yamaha s- sports this show a little bit, just a just a wee bit. Yeah, but and that it, that is that is, and I don't think anybody would even disagree with this that that as far as two fifty Fs go, that Yamaha has a big big advantage. Yeah, just in the engine department, and that's. Not, I'm not kidding anybody when I say that. So, um, okay. So yeah, that's, um, I, I, I knew my test riders and I, and I know Trevor does as well. And I think Trevor trusts the guys that he's using and he, they're giving him good feedback or maybe they're just meat sickles that want to come ride free dirt bikes. And hopefully Trevor gives them a, a power bar at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it works. I didn't get a power bar. You didn't get a power bar. Uh, well, I'll beat on Trevor for that. <laughs> He's just trying to sell it. Hey, Trevor has a really sweet Yamaha YZ250, a 2021 for sale. If you're interested, uh, email Trevor at dirtbiketest.com, and he may even throw in a clutch lever on that on that rig. Hey, my Huseberg for sale has a clutch lever. Oh, yeah. Both of the guys that work for me, here's how it works around here. <laughs> They're getting paid so much they have to sell their motorcycles so they can keep afford uh, doing whatever they're doing. So, okay, uh, next question. All right, so this was from uh, your video on Instagram that uh, that's stating when you should change your oil. So the user was the user's name is Honda450RL. Okay. Uh, people are way too stressed about this. Let me pass on my grandfather's teachings and no more stress. When checking your oil from your dipstick to your finger, follow this always. If the oil is clear with no grit, you're good. If grit, change your oil. If the oil is black, you truly don't deserve to own a motorcycle nor a car. <laughs> That's sage advice. That all makes that all makes pretty good sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, grit. <laughs> yeah, if no grit, you're good. If there's grit. Uh, yeah, d- don't just change your oil. <laughs> if there's grit, it's deeper. It's it's farther down there. And that's what I that's what I kind of wanted to show that, you know, this was a drain plug that I pulled out of KTM magnetic drain plug, pull it out that, you know, had the metal filings on the on the magnet. You could see them. And if you ever take those and wipe them and they're they're wafer thin, they're usually gear facings. They're 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 like little slivers um, from either the gear um, teeth or maybe the gear dogs. And they occur for the life of the motorcycle. I mean, they, they, I, 
the only the only bikes I've ever seen stop doing this because I run magnetic drain plugs in in most of my bikes are Honda XR models with way too many hours on them. They just stop doing it because they're built like they're generally built pretty bulletproof. But like my KTM's are going on, you know, I've ones that are going on thousands of hours. Some of those RFS four strokes, you're mm -hmm. familiar, you're getting familiar with those because we're doing carbs now. Yeah. And those will still have those little slivers on there. Sometimes on the screen and someone also pointed out in that same video, they said, hey, it looked like there was little tiny flakes on the on the screen. And it was like, yes, there were little tiny flakes on the screen like they always are. And those are generally uh, aluminum pieces. And those tend to come those little tiny flakes tend to come from clutch, uh, clutch material and stuff. And especially when you have like a recluse that has a, you know, the recluse clutch tends to shed just a tiny, tiny bit of a, of aluminum. And I don't know where else the aluminum might come from uh, other things. But, you know, sometimes you'll see gasket material or silicone that might even have been there for a long time and it might have finally just fatigued and broke off. And, yeah, so I sprayed, you know, I didn't show you what I did with that thing. I, you know, I basically wipe off the, <laughs> the magnet, psh, done take contact cleaner and spray it on the on the filter screen and back it out and if i would have taken the the oil filter element which is the replaceable oil filter and you know cut it and waffled out and i know someplace on our social someplace there's a picture of me doing this right cut the oil filter and pull it out when you look down deep in those v's of an oil filter you will see a lot more of that those those little flakes and those little pieces because this stuff travels around and it was just get, to give you an idea hey look this is normal change your oil on a what you call a regular basis and uh and you should be you should be good and uh victor always sage advice you know he's 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 off the instagrams mm -hmm. he's back on back facebook. on a facebook he says when you get grit then sell it <laughs> if grit is making training noise push some sawdust in there and then sell it and then sell it <laughs> so he actually had some other advice earlier regarding oh the boy starting thing but this actually seemed like real advice uh, i live my bike stored for 11 months but i cleaned my gas turned this bike on shut the gas uh shut the gas off let it run until it dies i spray a lot of wd-40 through the fuel hose and that is it when i go back i turn the fuel on Turn the fuel on, drain some gas out of the carb, and it starts right away. So, you know, the, here's here's the funny thing: is Victor is 100% Mexican. This guy is a super solid Mexican guy, and if you've ever seen what the Mexicans can get running and keep running and have run for a long time, mm -hmm. you got to give them a lot of respect. I've heard a lot of legends of the Cuban mechanics as well. Yeah the the mexi guys are, i mean the the african guys were on a on a kind of a different level a whole different level when i was down in in especially kind of like west africa it was crazy what but their stuff was just complete it it was it was a matter of survival where the mexican mechanics seemed to I want to say they 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 still have a certain amount of performance in their in their uh, mm -hmm. in their tune. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you got There's got to be something to said for the culture that decided to drive with the headlights headlights off because it saved power or gave them better gas mileage, right? 
Bob, remember this? Yeah, Bob was asleep, but it's okay. Mexicans driving with their headlights off. Yeah. When it's dark. Yeah. Is that to save power or more energy? Oh, I think they're insane. Oh, they were just insane. Oh, I was just giving them compliments and now you just said they're insane. But anyways, <laughs> so there's got to be some merit to squirting some WD-40. I'm thinking about it, although WD-40, how does it do on rubber? It It doesn't, I don't know. I mean, it definitely doesn't corrode. Like, you know, if you put it on stuff, it tends not to corrode. And it displaces, WD stands for water displacing. I heard it was water displacing. It was their 40th formula. That's what I heard in, in maybe it's rumor mill. But so that would keep the moisture out of it. The stuff doesn't, if it does dry out, it tends to not corrode too much. Well, so it leaves a film. It leaves, yeah, it definitely would leave a film. But you don't want to depend on it. Yeah, I just wonder what it does to rubber. So um, I have to try it. So, it, well, it's more of a lubricant. Victor than says Victor says he has proof, and I am not doubting him because <laughs> because yeah. so, he, he, he has he has a group of he has some bikes down in Mexico, and he he, he runs them once a year, and I see photos. He's always riding. It's, what do you got down there? <laughs> WD forty doesn't harm rubber, says Mark Daniels. So. Chris Real would let us know for sure. Yeah, if he was the, here. What, what just pops into my head is it's more of a lubricant than a cleaner, right? So it wouldn't be so corrosive on the rubber. No, it's a water displacing. It's a water, water displacing stuff. That's what we're. Yeah. Like so I think yeah. when when we talk, so I was trying to remember what I used to put grips I've, for a while. I was putting grips on with something that was that was slippery. No, it was something like. WD, but it wasn't WD. What the heck? Because it would vulcanize the grip to the, it was slippery, but if you put it on and left it there, it would literally weld itself there. And I don't, I don't think it was WD 40, but it was really counterintuitive. Doesn't hairspray do that? Yeah. Hairspray can do that a little bit too, but it was something that you wouldn't think. And it's almost something like WD 40, but it wasn't WD 40. I don't know. I'd have to, I'd have to, it'll, it'll come to me just like the HPI ignition. <laughs> so XR 600, CR 250 and a Harley Sportster all tuned with WD 40 carburetor cleaning stuff. So yeah. And Victor says it does nothing to rubber as well. So good on you guys. I learned something tonight. So yep. Todd Kelly, WD does not degrade rubber. It's been, Proven by three of our three. very valuable listeners in the chat room. Right, right. Now we just need someone on Grinder to confirm it. Then we none really of which, it's... none of which are professional lubrication engineers. Well, that's why the guys on Grinder will help you out. <laughs> so next, next question. Okay, so from Slago ADV Superlight uh, on the same oil change video for my 450L every 600 miles or sooner. HP4 every time, 32 plus thousand issue free miles, 92% of those miles off-road. Oil is inexpensive, blown, blown motors are expensive. So Sluggo ADB Superlight, your 450L is designed, I think, to go 100,000 kilometers. Like, like I think that's the Honda durability standard. It's, it's up there pretty high. So you've got some mileage left probably halfway through before I would even consider um, worrying about it. 
if you're is that was that also on the Instagram video for the oil thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ninety two percent of those has got it calculated out. That's right. Um, yeah, blown motors. I don't. Know. You could put any. You could put any decent oil in there. Ten thirty, ten forty. Isn't that how we started the show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so what was I, I forgot? Were you pro or anti Rotella, or were you kind of indifferent? Um, mostly pro, mm-hmm. but I was actually I was actually more um, pro a different brand, um, based on some little bit of information I saw um, on some oil test that somebody had done that I respected. Mm. So, but yeah, I mean, people were running a lot of the, the Rotellas and the Delvax and Delos and the 1540 diesel oils. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not, I'm not a hundred, I mean, I'm not an oil engineer. <laughs> Chris, I think we <laughs> talked about it with Chris on the show when Chris, we need to get Chris back Probably. in here. And, I- then, and then he'll say, he'll say, um, just put put oil in it. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 just you know, like we were talking at the start of the show, it's the same thing. It's like if you're actually trying to get it like an advantage based on the oil you're running, there's probably a ten other things you could do that a little bit be a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. But if you know, it's just like same it's like helmets or something like that. It's like do what you can afford and and do it, you know, do it properly and and I think that's best. WD-40 was developed during Vietnam by U.S. Navy SEALs to clean their – I think he ran out of typing, but we. Their we. We. <laughs> that was it. Hit hit the enter too soon. Yes, Bob, raising the hand. So in the late Dave Chase. Right. Dave Chase. 13 years ago Saturday. Right. Uh, when they were doing the original development on the KX250 for motocross and supercross. Right, the, the KX254 stroke right. at Pro Circuit. Yeah, what the, what the one big thing they learned was is it didn't really matter what kind or quality of oil they ran. The, it's how often they changed it. The kind or quality of oil didn't matter is how often they changed it. Yeah, that was the big driver or the big discriminator. Yeah, that sounds like pretty good advice. Um, I've... I, I, I mean, I have a lot of high mileage vehicles and I, I'm changing oil regularly. I don't want to say religiously. I don't want to say too often because I feel bad when I do it too often. And here's the cheapskate in me when I've changed oil too often and it comes out nice and clean. If Nate doesn't get a hold of it, my good buddy, Nate doesn't get a hold of it. It turns into chainsaw bar oil. Yeah, because that that's that that's just <laughs> tripping on the ground essentially. <laughs> so um, yeah, works out. So Matt, is that it for our? Uh, is it for the submitted questions? Submitted questions. Submitted questions and uh, ch- commented questions. So Chad, if you have any questions, now is the time. I had a question for you. You did. I did, but I didn't write it down. It's it's Tuesday. T U E S D A Y. <laughs> if you were curious, yeah. Um, it had something to do with uh, something important. Something important. It had something to do with like bike maintenance, right? Because you know this is something I'm trying to get better at. Because I'm tired of the. I'm Carson Brown posted a video on Instagram of the DGYZ80. That was the one bike I wanted when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm, I need to talk to him about that. I need a DG. I actually, I, somebody gave me a cylinder head for one. Mm-hmm. And they said, we know you're motivated. You'll build the bike underneath this thing. 
and I may have given it to Dwayne, his dad, and that's the that's, the, that's the one that's on. It there. might be underneath <laughs> that, so I might need to get that head back, including the entire bike. Right, right. Just to have. Uh, so does he tend to keep the bikes he fixes up, or does he flip them? He flips them. Yeah, oh. he he tends tends to um, bikes tend to kind of spin around there. But I mean, he he has some pretty cool. Um, pretty cool bikes i gave him a, a an xr75 but he also gave me a bbr ttr 125 so we've switched out bikes a few times mm-hmm. bob's raising his hand again um to and he forgot what he was going to say to use ray's name in vain tell the guy with the hpi ignition the sem ignition mm-hmm. to drop kick it and get a kukas on get a kukas on ignition instead of the hpi ignition or probably any Japanese ignition. Yeah, I used to put actually believe it or not back then in in my 90 in my 1990 era KTMs we used to take out the um the SEM no Motoply. We no we would put in SEM ignitions on them. They never were very good in the Huskies. Yeah, I think we were putting – I don't remember what we were taking out of them, but we were putting SEMs because on the 125s, they had heavier flywheels, and um, I think they were a little more reliable. Maybe it was the Motoplats. Yeah. I don't know. It was – uh, Those are the two big European Yeah. Do you think that fluidity is better than viscosity to cool an engine faster? Are we talking about oil? Uh, fluidity. fluidity. <laughs> Spell that back quick. Fluid, F-L-U-I-D-I-T-Y. Oh. Fluidity is better than viscosity. I. That's that's above my pay grade, man. Viscosity oh. is just how much of a liquid something is, if I remember correctly. And well, fluidity is just. I don't know if that's a real word, but. Well, I think he's trying to trip us up. That sounds the same to me. It, I'm pretty sure it's the shame. I'm pretty sure he's trying to trip us up. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, a, it's, it's an interesting question. Yeah. So in compression ignition engines like piston engines, right? The viscosity is important because it, it keeps the the the, uh, oh. uh, the piston the from hitting from, from scuffing on the side of the right. wall. The loads aren't, oh. aren't right. So you have to remember, Bob, that this isn't us just hanging out in the shop because you need to sit behind a microphone and talk because nobody can really hear you. And so it sounds like me just, uh, you know, snoring. Yeah. When we're doing this, I'm understanding the difference now, though, between fluidity and viscosity. Matt's Matt's had a had a had a revelation over there. Hey, hey, congratulations, Matt. We have received a hundred messages today on this show. So. Whatever you're doing over there, it's you're killing it because you got a hundred messages. I need to spell Tuesday wrong more often. And Curly Stoker says my wife looked over and is very concerned to me. Fluidity. Wait, no, the, the thing just jumped. As to your heat situation, and I quote: Does he not have a little man cave heated or something? I actually turned on the heater in here, but I think I might have turned the air conditioning on. Yeah, it wasn't blowing out cold warm air. It wasn't. Yeah, there's, it's, it's. I it's, don't understand how you're in flip flops. Because I'm trying to strengthen my foot. 
with with only nine toes i need to keep that foot oh and 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 they need to air out after my ride today right yeah they were they were locked in a boot and even though it was cold out that my feet are not very good and george uh, that calls us all the time uh, fluidity the ability of a substance to flow easily a uh, lead especially assists in the fluidity fluidity of the molten metal. Oh, he used it in a sentence. That's so that's so that's so third grade of you. Fluidity is Wisconsin. Yeah, that's kind of what I was getting. At. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so then now, now I'm back to where I was before. It is a serious question. The thicker the oil, it flows slower, hence it will hold temperature longer. Um, well, it depends is. on it depends on what you're passing it through and how long it's going to pass through that thing, it, it, as into the way that it heats up and the way it cools down. So, uh, boy, I just the, I just found the I just found the formula for viscosity. Oh, so now we're now we're looking at formulas and stuff. Well, it's Look, not that bad. It's just basic algebra. I mean, it's, it's eight fifty two, and and. I'm about ready to have my head explode because all you need to calculate is a, is fluidity equals the something of a funny shaped letter A with a U and a U over and a Y. What does so, U stand for? So this this U or Y? So that had the magnitude sheer, of force. It was the sheer something. Are we talking about kilograms or milligrams or what? What 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 are we working in? Well, we are working in scientific units, so it's probably going to be yeah. grams. Here we go. Rate of shear deformation is this ratio right here. This is your coefficient. Put that. Go, you don't want to. You want to. You want to do something productive. Put that formula in the chat. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the good. The good thing is that I know that it's impossible to put those things in the chat. That's why I have him doing it. Well, you can't put mu in, but I'll put you in. Yeah. Go ahead and make a that. fraction in the chat too. Oh, that's that's easy. I'm just going to put that in parentheses. Oh, so boy. Multiplied by, oh, here's a problem. So I'm how many motorcycle and motorcycle product related people are concerned with your formula right now? Uh, many. So I'm going to use capital A and capital U in, in place of mu. But then we have uh, we'll multiply that by U over Y. And there we go. Yeah. You just got us at least 800 listeners. Look at that. So good. Yeah. <laughs> good. Now we know what fluidity is. It's up there on the chat room. Yes, yeah, Bob, you're raising both of your hands now. Higher viscosity oil requires more energy to move it. Right. Therefore, more heat is imparted to the higher viscosity oil because of the more energy required. Don't, I don't agree with that take either. I think, you know. That's the physics. That's the physics, but it's all a bunch of, it's just run, put the recommended oil in the recommended amount in your recommended motorcycle. And then, then don't. We don't need to talk about this anymore. Oh, this actually, is, the unit for is Pascal a, second. This is a waste. Is a waste of time. <laughs> Matt, you start Tech Talk Physics Tuesday or whatever the hell you want to call it. Hey, I've been missing my physics classes lately. Yeah, I don't know why. yeah. Well, uh, don't don't show them how you work on carburetors. Uh, uh, Bob, seen my calc. Answered it right. Victor says he can. Can you hear Bob? Yeah. How loud, how loud do you have this thing? And what does your wife think of that? That's the, that's the real important problem. So, well, everybody, I think we're going to wrap this show up. It's about time. It's, uh, the it's viscosity gone. It's, is, uh, the, the, the viscosity <laughs> of the show has gone off the deep end at this point. 
<laughs> hey, Victor's having a good time. I'd, I'd really like to thank uh, Ricky Brayback for r- literally sticking around a little bit extra. Um, it, it was to, really cool of him to, to do this. Yeah, he was he was he was tired, and he's got a big day tomorrow as well. Plus, a lot of uh, pre Dakar rally stuff going on. So uh, awesome of him to show up. Uh, thanks, you guys for joining in and uh, providing us with entertainment, especially all the people in the chat room that don't post because there's yeah. nothing better than someone that doesn't post the crazy ass stupid questions that I don't have to answer. Uh, thanks to Leon and Stefan and Ojo and Dane and Honda 450 for commenting on our videos that are on YouTubes and on the Instagrams and stuff. If there's something you want us to do more of, let us know. Uh, we can try to accommodate that. And if you want to sponsor this show, um, yeah, let us know. Maybe we can afford some spell check, right, Matt? And snug fits. And snug fits. All right. right. Okay. So uh, we're, you know, and remember, the heat isn't free around here, and uh, that's why we're wearing jackets. So with that, we will uh, see you out in the trail. Cheers. <laughs>